Hey, this is Lily Barouette, co-pastor of Live Church, and this is our podcast. Our mission is to awaken the drive, compassion, and love in our community. Together, we can live in victory every day. Here's today's message. Gospel Tour 21. So, my name is Hernandez Josephette. I was born in Haiti. Um, I came here when I was 11 years old. So that was back in 2011. And I'm currently 21 years old right now. Um, yeah. My parents have four children, and I'm the second child. So it's a blessing. Um, if I would give a title to my sermon, it would be called The Pursuit. Yeah, The Pursuit. Thank you. Uh, So to begin, I'd like to give a brief description about the story of Joseph. Let me take a sip. The story of Joseph. So Joseph was one of the 12 tribes of Israel, a son of God, a son of Jacob, and his wife, Rachel, known as the righteous one. He was favored by his father, who gave him a special colored coat. And he was also sold by his own brothers to Egypt, where he ultimately became ruler of the land, second only to King Pharaoh. Now, we know that the story of Joseph is very inspiring as believers. And it's also a tremendous story that illustrates the things that will happen when we start our pursuit after God. So the story of Joseph is really a good story to me. And it really shows you that in life, things will happen to you. You have trials and tribulations, The closest people around you will betray you, will stab you in the back, but he kept on going. He kept on thriving. Not because he was strong, but he had a God that was strong. So me, as a believer, as a young man, reading about Joseph and everything that he went through, so I'm like, hmm, it doesn't matter what I go through in life, what people say about me, what my family think about me. But I know that I serve a God that is living. I serve a God that is powerful. I serve a God that can heal. I serve a God that can deliver me from whatever addiction, whatever sin that you're struggling with, God can deliver you from those sins. You might be going to school and it's taking you years to get a two-year college degree. There's people out there that's trying to get an associate degree and it's taking them 10 years, 15 years to get that two-year degree. Is that normal? It's not normal. It's not normal. It's because there is a stronghold that is stopping them 
from achieving that college degree on time. Oh, it's catching on fire. <laughs> it's catching with fire. So I'm over here just going through life, and I'm like, God, I'm liking the man that you're making me to become. I'm liking the men of God that I'm becoming. And it's not by my own strength. It's not by my power. But it's by your power. It's by your word. You purify me every day. You sanctify me. Every sin, every struggles that I used to deal with, you took those things away from me. And if I can stand here and preach the gospel to everybody else, it's by the grace of God. It's by the grace of God. So, my first point um, I have is that trials and tribulations are unavoidable. As you pursue God, trials and tribulations are unavoidable. And those things will come your ways. Trials and tribulations, you will find those things in your path. But yet, though I walk through the valley of that shadow of death, I will fear no evil. God will give me strength. If you don't have any strength, if you don't have anything in life, God can give you those things. God can give you strength. God can give you righteousness. God can give you purity and righteousness. Trials and tribulations will come your ways. As I'm pursuing God, I came to this church back in January, and I'm like, Gene told me that I was preaching on September 11th. I'm like, what? To me, at that time, I was like, that's a trial to me. That's, that's like a big wall that I have to climb. But those things are expected as we pursue God. We're going to have things that will look so big. But the good news is that God is bigger than whatever that you're going through. Addiction, sin, it can be pornography, masturbation, smoking, drinking, whatever it is. God is bigger than those things. So, I like to, you know, read James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. So James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4 says, Consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Wait, hold on. Let me read that again. Consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, Whenever you face trials in, of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. That means that whatever that I'm going through in life, whatever that tried to stop me from becoming the man that I'm supposed to become, those things are actually preparing me to become the man that I'm supposed to become. Those addictions, those sins that I've faced in the past, those things were preparing me to become the man that God wanted me to become. So just imagine 
if I never struggled with pornography, masturbation, if I never done anything, do you know how self-righteous I would have been right now? Do you know how self-righteous I would have been right now if I didn't struggle with anything? And that's the reason why it says that the things that you go through, the trials and the tribulations, consider it joy because those things are preparing you for the future. If we look at the life of Joseph, right? And the trials and the tribulation that he went through, the troubles that he went through, was preparing him for his positions in life. Brothers and sisters, we know that trials and tribulations will come our ways. So before Joseph was promoted as a king, he was demoted as a prisoner. Before Joseph was promoted as a king, he was demoted as a prisoner. That just demonstrates that the things that we go through in life are actually preparing us. Joseph, in order for him to be a king, he had to be a prisoner. So humility, God was building him. God was preparing him. God was molding him. God was molding him, changing him, purifying him. And he got tempted by the king's wife. But guess what? He persevered. He kept on going. He ran, literally ran. So in your walk or in your pursuit to Christ, there's some things that the enemy will throw to you. Are you going to have the strength? Are you going to have the strength to run away from those things, to run away from pornography, to run away from smoking, clubbing, womanizing, prostituting your body? Do you have the strength to run away from those things? Yeah, I want prosperity. I want money. I want all those things. But I don't want to have those things if I'm still impure. So just imagine, right? If I had all the money in the world, but I was still struggling with lust, I was still struggling with pornography, masturbation, or if I had smoke in my life, just imagine if I was still struggling with those things and I had all the money in the world. Just imagine the kind of decisions or the types of decisions that I would be making. It's only because or by the grace of God that I'm still here, holding on to him, holding on to his righteousness. And the second point is that God will be with you. When men throw you away, God will pick you up. When men kick you out, God will take you in. For Joshua 1, 9 says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I don't care wherever you go, whatever that you do. 
God will be with you. God will hold your hand, walk with you in life. He will sit with you in the dark room. You're struggling with whatever it is. You don't know what to do, who to call, but God is waiting for you to just call up unto him, to call up unto him. Start praying, start speaking in tongues, and just focus, set your eyes on things above. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all those things shall be added unto you. If you're seeking God, all those things will be added unto you. I need four people on the stage right now. Who's bold enough? All right, we out. All right. I need two people on this side, two on the other side. Facing each other. No, no. Stand with him right here. Yeah. Yeah. Turn around, turn around, turn around. Facing each other like this. Yeah. Stand right here. Stand right here. All right. So every time I take a step, you guys take a step forward. To seek it first, the kingdom of God and all those things will be added unto you. You're seeking God, but those things that you want, the purity that you want, the righteousness that you want, those things are being added onto you. Man, I'm becoming too rich. <laughs> wow. All right, y'all can go now. But that was my point. As you seek God, As you seek God, those things are being added on to you. And honestly, I gave my life to Christ when I was 13 years old. And after that, I just kept saying the same prayer. God come in my heart. God came in my heart. I was 14 years old, still making the same prayer. Because I didn't understand, you know, anything about Christianity and stuff like that. So I just kept on making the same prayer. God, I believe in you. Come in my heart. 2014, same prayer. 2015, same prayer. It's because I didn't understand it. But my heart was after God. I wanted to live for him. And as I began to live for him, he began to purify me. In 2017, after my 10th grade year, going into my 11th grade year, you know, God started using me, you know, at a young age, you know, in ministry and stuff like that. But the summer of 2017 was really when everything started. And that's when I got addicted to pornography, you know. And I was like, God, just yesterday I was praying to you. And today... An hour ago, I was praying to you, but I found myself doing this thing for the first time. How? I was seeking you. I started to question God. I was like, God, why am I going through this? I don't like this. I don't, I don't want to do that. That's nasty. And then when I turned 18 years old, God really started showing himself to me. 
And, you know, I started looking at nature and just seeing how everything is just so perfectly aligned. The sun that shines on us. We have oxygen to breathe. We have hands to grab things, legs to walk, nose to breathe, mouth to eat, taste things, eyes to see. What if there was no light? I'm like, God, everything around me, God, is just perfect. My body is perfect. Man, sometimes I get to a point where I just pause, right? I pause and I look around me. I'm like, huh? How am I here? Why am I here? Like, what? What is going on? So as I begun to seek God, Seek after him. Seek after his righteousness, his purity. He began to deliver me from things that I used to struggle with, like pornography, masturbation, fornication. Now, I was not a disrespectful kid in school. I was good. I was a decent kid. But I still had things that I was struggling with in the dark. When nobody was watching me, I was dealing with those things. I know that my story can be your story. What you're going through, I went through the same thing. So, as I began to seek after God, pursue after him, I got into this relationship, that ain't work. I got into this one, she cheated on me. So I'm like, God, I'm going to seek after you. So really, I seek after God's righteousness, his purity, and everything about him. And day by day, week by week, month by month, year by years, he sanctified me, he purified me. And that's the power of seeking after God's presence. That's the power of just seeking him. So similarly, just like in the story of Joseph, he was pursuing God. He was pursuing his purity and righteousness. But with Jesus, Jesus was pursuing something. Jesus was pursuing us. He was pursuing us. He came into this world for us to give us another chance in life. We betrayed him. We stabbed him in the back. But Jesus still came into this world, blindness. And he died for us. He died for us. And it's like, you're here in life, walking in life, don't know where you're going, don't know who to call to, don't know who to call to, talk to, Worship. 
How many of us worship things, like physical things? There are people out there that really have statues that they worship. I mean, like, this statue right here cannot move. It cannot talk to me. So why am I worshiping it? And it's like sometimes in life, God or people around me, atheists, they ask me, why do you believe in God? Like, can you see him? I'm like, yes, I can see him. Can you hear him? Of course I can hear him. It's just like the wind. Can you see the wind? No, but you can feel him. I know people out there that have had HIV and God healed them. That's the move of God. Diabetes, completely gone. <laughs> Addictions are gone. That's a move of God, instantly. And you're telling me that my God is not real. You're standing over there, worshiping sex, worshiping pornography, masturbation. And I'm over here, trusting on God, not myself. He's working in me. And you're telling me that the miracles that I'm seeing are fake? Like, Sex feels good for a couple of seconds, but it stopped. You can get high, but it stopped. Those things are not eternal. You need something that is eternal to grab onto and to do life with. Why are you trusting on your feelings? more than the word of God. So we're seeking God. This is us right here. And this is Satan. And God is just saying, only if you were just to just release everything, let go of everything, let go of everything, Return the number that you got. Return everything. Everything. The addiction. Stop doing it. Pour everything back. Surrender. Stay humble. And just trust on him. I'll begin to pour out my spirit to you. I will sanctify you. I will clean you. I will clean you. And every time I clean you, go and testify. Go and testify. I will continue to do my work in you. Go ahead and testify. And before you know it, God purified you. People are looking at you. They're seeing that you're happy every day. 
you, you're not doing the same thing that you used to do? They're sitting over here being jealous of you? Oh man, look at him. Why is he walking like that? Why is he talking like that? Who does he think he is? But they don't know. On the other side, in a secret place, you're praying that God would deliver you. And the Bible says that pray without ceasing. The more you pray, God is filling you up. God is filling you up. God is filling you up. And now look at you. You're pure. You're pure. You're not perfect, but you're in the process. You're not the same person that you used to be. Before, I was so dark, but now I'm brown. Now, my color starts to change. The things I used to do are starting to go away because my God is purifying me. I'm in the process. I'm not there yet, but I'm pursuing God, going after God. And the more I seek him, the more he purifies me. The more I chase after God, the more he purifies me. If I was chasing after girls, I wouldn't be here. If I was chasing after drugs, I wouldn't be here. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him, who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Throughout the entire Bible, we see that God is constantly or continuously pursuing us. I think I was watching one of Coach Pat live and he was saying that he don't like the word special but he liked the word unique. Us as children of God, we are unique. We're not like the world. We're not supposed to think like the world, walk like the world, run like the world. We're unique, not special. I'm not better than you. I just chose a path that is straight forward that will not confuse me, that will give me hope in the future, and I know that the God that I serve will never leave me nor forsake me. Even though I'm going through stress, depression, anxiety, addictions, but there's nothing that is too big for me. There's nothing that is too big for you that God cannot take away from you. As I'm seeking God, the more bold I become. People will think that it's arrogance. But when I'm in the spirit, I'm walking in the spirit. For God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of power and a sound mind. The more I pursue after God, 
the closer I get to him, the more he purified me. Romans chapter 5, verse 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. Even in our worst mistakes in life, he still shed his blood on the cross. He still died for me. Even when I disrespect my parents, he still died for me. And I'm like, what kind of love is that? What kind of love is that? That God will become man just to save me, just to save you all in here. And I get very sensitive when I talk about that. We talk about fire, 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 fire. But what about his love? It's all about him. As you pursue after God, as you seek, as you seek after him, you'll reach a level where miracles will start happening all around you. You will begin to see angelic manifestation. But never forget, never forget where you used to be. Never forget. Speaking in tongues feels good. I remember the first time I spoke in tongues. Man, it was a good feeling. I don't know about y'all, but the very first time I spoke in tongues, I was going through a rough time in my life. Just in the car, seeking after God, praying to God. The Bible says I pray without ceasing. I was just talking to God, praying to God. And suddenly, I began to speak in tongues. I was pursuing after him, right? Chasing him, seeking him. I started speaking in tongues. I started preaching. I was giving people's advice every day. Was it me? No, it was his spirit. The same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead is inside of me. So because that spirit is inside of me, that caused me to prophesy, that caused me to love others, that caused me to have hope for every one of you guys that are here. There's no other God like my God. There's no other God like Jesus. Romans 8, verse 38 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life 
neither angels nor demons, neither the present uh, for the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let me read that again. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death or anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Just to show you that the love of God is for us. All that we have to do is surrender. Take a step and walk in his love. Take another step to walk in his love. And as you begin to pursue him, the more clear that his love will become to you, the more you will understand God. It will get to a point where you understand the love of God so much that just by you having that kind of wisdom or understanding, that's your deliverance right there. Nobody else has to pray for you to deliver you. But by you understanding that God loved me so much that he gave his only begotten son to die for me. Just by that wisdom or knowledge alone can free you from your sin. Eloi, Eloi, Lama, Sabachni. Eloi, Eloi, Lama, Sabachni. Eloi, Eloi, Lama, Sabachni. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Romans 10, verse 9 through 13 says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth, one confess and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Whatever that you're going through, the pain, the hurt, the brokenness that you feel every night, you're trying to go to sleep, but you can't fall asleep. 
Fear is surrounding you. Doubts are surrounding you. Anxiety is right in front of you. Standing like the wall of Jericho. But the same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead is living inside of you. And that wall, whatever wall it is, it can be tall, so big, but that wall can be broken in Jesus' name. And I like to share my testimony. Hey, I'm not going to say that. <clears throat> so like I was telling you guys, um, I started, you know, I was exposed to perversion, sexual perversion at the age of 17. I got addicted to pornography, masturbation, and... During my senior year of high school, I was like, you know what? Let me get into this relationship with this girl. You know what? Like, I'm a senior now. My GPA is up there. Got everything done. Ready to graduate. So I was like, you know what? Let me get, let me get into this relationship, right? Let me get into this relationship with a girl. And I found this girl. Um, And me and her, you know, began to talk. We started talking, and the relationship was very toxic. And after we graduated, she was like, bye. I'm done. And keep in mind that she broke up with me on her birthday. So now me, after graduating high school, the real world hitting me from left to right, not having any mentors around me, no spiritual guidance at all. So the deeper I got into my sin, I feel so hurt, so broken. So you know what? I want to try to, you know, lose my virginity. And I was, you know, 18 years old. And that day when I lost my virginity, I was supposed to go to a job interview. And not only that, I lost my virginity to a woman that was probably twice my age. So tell me, how far can I go? But in the process, right? <laughs> in the process, The protection broke. 
the protection broke. I was doing it. I was like, oh, snap. I messed up, God. I messed up. I was shaking. I was shaking. I was like, God, what am I going to do? The risk, God, that are out there, God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? The risk of STDs, pregnancies. I was like, God, what am I going to do? 18 years old. Shaking. That was one of the darkest days in my life. I was going through it. Darkness, anxiety, depression. It was dark for me. I started seeking God, started praying. But that day I was like, what am I gonna tell my parents? I was just young, a young man. My whole destiny is on the line. Started seeking God, praying every day, seeking after God. And God gave me a vision. And I saw myself at the doctor's office. And the doctor was speaking to me. And the doctor was like, you're fine. Shatura bakunda bashitira bakia bakuria. That woman, she didn't get pregnant. That's fine. But what about my health? But in that same dream, the doctor was telling me, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. So the next day, after that dream, the next day, that's when I prayed, I prayed. I was praying in my car. I was 18. I didn't have a car yet. I was in my dad's car praying. And all of a sudden, I started speaking in tongues. I was like, God, I want to try this thing called faith. It's risky. It's risky. <laughs> I'm not going to the doctor's office in real life. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait for a couple of years to get checked. <laughs> and that happened when I lost my virginity. That happened in December of 2018. I waited two years 
to get tested. <laughs> Waited two years. That's already a sign. And the result came back negative. So it was God that was with me. I sinned against him. I went my own way. He was like, son, I'm still with you. I'm the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The same God of Israel. I'm here, still here, fighting for you, healing you, delivering you. And people see me preaching on social media. But they never got the chance to hear my testimony. I was being pruned. God was training me. He was with me through it all. That's my girlfriend right there. She's uh, recording. Can you stand up, please? Just to show you guys that there's still hope in Jesus. There's freedom. There's liberty. There's deliverance in Jesus. You're never too dirty, too dark for God to clean you. The sin that you committed in the past, last month, last week, an hour ago, God can still wash away those sins. So, if any of you guys are dealing with anything, stress, depression, anxiety, addictions, please stand up. Don't fight it. Stand up. You're hurt, broken, stand up. Don't be ashamed.
Thanks for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who generously support this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. Join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. You can give by visiting us at livechurch.miami. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this one.